Hi, this is John Dolan, formerly of the Dundee Stars, and you're listening to a view from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michel Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Hello and welcome along to episode 72 of the Don Michel sponsored A View from Section C. Senior, how has your week been? It's a little bit of a later episode this week, um, obviously because we do have a guest, but uh, a later episode this week. Yep. How has your week been? The week's been okay, Junior. Uh, Christmas party tomorrow. Uh, so oh, yeah, looking forward to that. Yes. Um, and it looks like your missus is coming to your house to get changed, which could only mean one thing. It must be Christmas venom time. Oh, no. Definitely not. I've got... <laughs> I'm reffing... I'm reffing a basketball game tomorrow night. I have to go and pick her up for wherever it is after it. So if there's venoms... There's going to be words yeah. for you because um, you're going to be the no bad me. I don't listen. No, it's got nothing to do with me. She's a big lass. She looks after herself, and then I just listen. I just let her get changed in the house, <laughs> and then I drop her off, and then I didn't even speak to her. <laughs> so, well, um, you might need to go after her. She's a fifer after all, so you might need to look after her. Well, yeah. Uh, speaking about fifers, how the fuck have you got a gloves hat off? A gloves hat off. A gloves, a gloves off hat, and I've no got it. Because um, our what's going on? Sponsor, I'll tell you, Gloves lucky off. fucking plusy. Your lucky plusy stuff is fuck. Already been across there. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> our our new sponsor actually likes prefers me. He likes me more. That's that's the real reason. Um, you run out of hats, yeah. so deal with it. Yeah. Um, but I so you you were a you were a, a lone stars fan. Um, I yes, I was. Weekend. Um, I forgot about that. that yeah, so we'll come on. Yes. We'll come on to the game in a bit. Yeah, I've been a bit under the weather because I got caught in that fucking rain in Edinburgh on Saturday going to the Junior. market, and the markets are shite now. Oh, fucking so. topping up. Every podcast you come on, there's some in the matter with you. Everyone. Anyway. anyway, so he's acting tough because he's got a guest meal acting up. So um, we will bring well, our guest on. Yes, um, because he might be able to, to help me out. Well... You might get put in your place with uh, a wee misconduct okay. anymore. You're shite. So well, it's uh, you. we do have. Listen, a shoot shouts at him and his bra. Nothing to do with me. Well, listen. I actually say that he is the better brother um, when they're <laughs> officiating. Um, but one thing I will say is, and he, I think he will appreciate this now as well for his introduction, that he now is no longer the smallest referee in the league. Um, our <laughs> special guest is none other than Graham Roger. <laughs> I can't believe you went you went a bit early with the height of oh, the <laughs> To be fair, I did I did get him at during the game and I did get him to break character. That was uh, uh who, who is that who is that guy? It's the first time I've ever seen him or heard of him in my life. That's um, Stephen Matthews. He's from Cardiff. Oh, explains a lot. 
Um, yeah, I'd never seen him before. And then he came on the ice and I, I actually turned around to Shan and I went, fuck, Graham's a lot fucking bigger than him, is he? God. <laughs> <laughs> so no longer short as ref in the league. But Graham, th- thanks for coming on. Um, we, um, we did think about getting other refs on as well. Um, even want to try and join you for the show. Um, we thought about bringing on Ur Pav, um, but Pavel's never accepted my Facebook friends request in about a year and a half. So um, we'll not be getting Pavel on. We, we we thought about getting Steve Brown on, but after uh, calling him Brown the Clown for a few years, I doubt that would have went down well. And we were going to get Toby on, but the less said about that, the better, because I think Stars fans, we would have lost a lot of viewers after that. <laughs> so, we are happy to have you. Um, we are happy to have the better Roger brother, because if Scott was on, our good pal Donna that sits at the back of Section C might have actually been shouting abuse watching the show this week, as she usually does at Scott every week. <laughs> So, no, I appreciate you coming on, mate. Aye, thank you. Um, so, you weren't always a ref. Um, you did start off as a goalie. And I think, now, you're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong. I think at one point, you had to play as a skater in Dundee with your goalie skates on. Nice, that would be correct. <laughs> I thought that. I remember seeing the white skates yeah. and thinking... This fucking skate's different for everybody else. <laughs> yes, back in the um, old Caps SNL days. Aye, yeah. Aye. So, well, obviously, playing playing hockey's goalie, you're even on elite prospects for that. Um, not many games, but you also did a bit of coaching and stuff as well as a, as a goalie coach and stuff. So, yeah. what was it like for you play like being a goalie and stuff? Um, to starting off in hockey was it all, was that always what you want to do is play before going to refing or did it just kind of transpire from that? Uh, I always had obviously it's every kid's dream when they start playing hockey they're going to become professional that's mm-hmm. every kid's dream regardless of where you start um, so yeah journey started at four years old actually I actually started out playing roller hockey at first okay played roller hockey I think until I was probably 13, 14. But mm-hmm. I wasn't always a goal a goalie. Okay. So the team I played for struggling for a goalie one game. Dafty here. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. <goal. laughs> so I put the old uh, the old pads on for the cupboard and the rink and that just started for there. And then you were stuck as a goalie. After that one chance, uh, saying, one chance right. and that was it. Senior, <laughs> you were a bit like that as well with the football, were you know? Um, no, I started as a goalie at the football. Did you start as a goalie? Uh, and then got fed up standing there. Everybody <laughs> else, all your mates are running about enjoying themselves. And it's like, nah, I can't be bothered with this. <laughs> Especially if you were playing for a like if you're playing for a half decent team that's that's challenging and some of the games that you could be winning at, at kids levels you're maybe winning six seven eight nine nine and you're leaning on a goal post and thought no no i'm not having this i want to go and i want to go and play outside with my mates and i ended up playing center half and looking back now is probably the worst thing i've ever done 
I should have just stayed in the goal. I should have stayed in the goal. Hence why it ended up when I switched. I switched from football to basketball because I was better off with my hands than what I was with my feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, so so obviously you you played, but you played for the Caps SNL. You've obviously been with guys like Tyler Plews, Sean yeah. Beattie, um, the Hayes as well. Aye. You transitioned into ref him. You know what what made that change for you? Was it just you thought, no, nah, I'm not going to make it as a player. I want to go and, go and do something new, or was it always just something that I've always been interested in refing? I kind of I kind of had a bit of a refing background in me when I was at when I was in high school. I helped a lot with the rugby team. Okay, and I ended up doing a refereeing course for the rugby. Mm-hmm. To help out Saturday mornings because we didn't have a team at my my year group didn't have a team at the, at that time. Okay. So it kept me involved mm-hmm. in the setup, and I guess probably always after I've done that, I've kind of always had that sort of refereeing instinct yeah. there. And um, I actually started off when I was playing at Fife Juniors. Okay. I played with Fife Juniors to start with, and they used to have the Hockey UK tournament every year, end of the year, and it's obviously getting quite expensive for referees and whatnot. So mm-hmm. this they said, can why can we not like do something with the some guys that are playing to like help out during the weekends? They're not playing. Yeah. So at the time it was um, Graham Clark. He was the head referee. Yeah. So he he done. Done like a, a sort of a, a miniature course, if you like, mm-hmm. just on the basics, so that we could go and help out at those tournaments. For sure, and it just took off for there, basically. Mm-hmm. And I guess I got to a point in my playing career. I was traveling all over the country with SNL mm-hmm. guys, not really yeah, playing much, like you said, not really getting much ice time. And I got to the point where I'm like, it's not happening. Yeah, let's have a go at it. Yeah, and especially especially when it's SNL level. Obviously, you know, you've seen us. We've been to the, the Stars games for years, right through the SNL. We go up and see the comments and the Tigers. I like to still shout some abuse at the comments yeah. games. Um, but like you got to think those you guys that are playing at that SNL level, you're you're traveling up to Murray for games and potentially, like you say, shutting open and shutting the door. Exactly. For the guys yeah. coming on off the ice or going down to Solway on a Dumfries on a Sunday night. <laughs> we used to complain about it, going down to Solway on a Sunday night in the pushing doing rain and potentially getting pumped and then having to come back up the road. Aye. Um so I, I completely get that. It's the travel. <laughs> um but uh, it must it must be also Graham when when at that level, because it's no professional, right? When the SNL it's amateur, right? And when you're playing amateur. You're playing it for fun. It's no job. It, yeah. it, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I would probably say we, we ice hockey, and I've spoke to Gilsey about this, and Gilsey always say that it's the worst position ever to play as a netminder because 100%. there's always two of you. There's always ah, two of you. 100%. And the guy that's looked upon as the number two, the backup or whatever, if it's professional... 
and he's alongside an import, he will learn so much. But when it's SNL, as Junior says, and it doesn't sound nice, you're opening and shutting no. the door for everybody. No, and it's, you're, it's no enjoyable, is it? No, no. And I, I always yeah. said, as soon as you start not enjoying it, then yeah, that's it. There's no yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Yeah, and and kind of kind of like yourself with that. You know, I just I coached basketball for years as well, and just before COVID, I started to kind of fall in love with coaching. And then went down the refereeing route myself. You now part of a refereeing development group to bring on younger refs and get them push them on to you know BBL up to that professional yeah. standard and stuff. So I get I feel it as well. Um, but how is it for you? Obviously, when you went to being lino and ref, be, having to then go and ref those guys that you were playing with at some point, you know? Because I can I could still hear Sean Beatty now giving you <laughs> absolute dogs abuse, yeah. skating down the ice. How difficult is that? I it's, I think to, when like you first start doing it, it, it is tough because like yeah. you're used to being on the same team as him. You're the guy giving the referee the dog's abuse as well, but it's <laughs> no, it's on you. So I it is tough to start with, but you start to you've obviously been in their shoes during the game, yeah. the heat of the moment, like whatever situations happened. You can, you understand how they're feeling, mm-hmm. so you kind of get why they're pissed at you or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. you understand, right? Do you want to just leave him, like? Yeah. Let him, yeah. let him have his moment. And then there's times when you know where you're like, you know what? Well, actually, you're being an asshole. Yeah. You need like, to rein it in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You kind of you can understand it a, a lot better. Yeah. 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 I think. I, I think it's a good thing when when you see ex-players going down the officiating route because, as you say, Graham, you get it. You understand the frustrations at, at, at that split second on the ice. Somebody shouts at you, but you understand it because you've been there yeah. and you've maybe done it. Whereas someone who's not came through the ranks and they've suddenly just bec- they're maybe a fantastic skater, they've suddenly taken up officiating. They don't understand it from a player's perspective, mm-hmm. and and I, I I see it a lot. Certainly at, at the ice hockey, I think you could probably pick out the guys who have played the game, and have played the game for a long time, and those who have maybe not played it. And they've maybe yeah. just came in, or they maybe played it for a year, and then suddenly thought, oh, "I'm going to become an official." Yeah. To yeah. me, I think you've got to have that, and I think you get respect for players when when you're like that as a person as well. Yeah. yeah. Aye. And this is one of the tough things uh, trying to get players to break the stigma of if you've became a referee, you were a shite player, basically. Yeah. Right, because that's how a lot of guys look at it. They're like, I don't want to be a referee. That means I was a shit player. When in reality, that's not true. Yeah. Like, like you say, some of the some of the best referees are ex players. Yeah. Yeah. Like you look at um, a couple of guys that played with Edinburgh Capitals. Like they're up in NHL now. You've got yeah. Was it Sullivan? That played. Uh, Sully from us. Yeah. He's now in the NHL. He's not yeah. done a game. He's actually a fully pledged armband. He is a ref for the NHL. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've got Kyle Flemington that was at Caps, who's on the lines in the NHL nearly yeah. every week. Um, mm-hmm. 
So yeah, it's, I, it's it's like I, I say it to people when when we're doing their their when I'm doing their course. I actually did a course last night online with people, and I say that you've you've got to have a feel for the game. That's the biggest yeah. issue. If you've not got a yeah. feel for the game as an official, then yeah, to be honest, there's no point. You've got to have a feel for it. Yeah, that's and that's that's a big thing as well is mm-hmm. having that feel and seeing knowing when to start reining guys in or when to say, yeah. you know what, these boys have got it. Let's just just yeah. let it go. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you started off as a lino worked your way up um how different is the job so we speak about it from a player's point of view so the likes of ben brown um johnny mcbean and all that stepping up for the snl nihl into the elite league what's the jump like as an official going from your snl levels up to your elite league because you're now going for say amateur into professional yeah that's it's massive like i'm not going to kid on it as massive <laughs> like, my first my first full season, I was like a deer in headlights. Mm-hmm. Just because everything is so much faster, much more pressure on you. Like, it's guys' jobs on the line. Yeah. Like, face-off wins, whatever. Like, that's what guys get jobs on. Mm-hmm. So you've got a lot more pressure on you. Every, like, everything is just so, so much faster. Yeah. Yeah. And it's- a lot of stuff... It's probably more obvious when you're calling stuff at SNL, whereas yeah. there's a lot more like guys know, right? I can do this there or right. Yeah. So and I think you've even you've even got time to think in the SNL. I think you know, like yeah, I come across that blue line. You think actually, yeah, I, that was offside. Mm-hmm. Um, we've last week's show. If you know, and I know that you probably won't tune into the podcast. Last week's show, we were very critical of our linos that game, um, and and I think it is that the game is is too quick for for it for them sometimes that they don't see the offside. They it's like they need a second to think about it. Is that offside? Is it not? Um, whereas SNL level, you've got that time to think about it. Yeah. Actually, know what you are. Uh, that's. It's that, yeah. Like I've been in that situation where you've been like, "Well, wait a minute, was was that offside?" Then by that point, you're like, "It's gone." Yeah, like, yeah. too gone, late. Eh? Yeah, yeah. What's it? I didn't put this in our in our original script here, but I'm just thinking about it. what's it. What's it like being on the ice with Scott? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I like the first, like the first game we've done together. It was in a it was a five game a preseason oh, game I think so <laughs> baptism with fire. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like his the first sort of season I was kind of more established than him and mm-hmm. I, I guess I was kind of helping him along the way. Yeah, but I it's I think it's just it's just another guy really. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the way I look at it. It's just another guy. Like, yeah, it's just like having. Young Lewis Dolan on the line or Reg on the line, like mm-hmm. yeah. If I'm being honest, now that I'm a referee, I very rarely pay attention. Yeah, I very rarely okay. pay yeah. attention. Yeah. 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 Have you have you ever had the the sibling rivalry where you've had at the maybe end of a period you've had to sort of dress him down because he's 
that was offside, you missed it. That was icing, you missed it. <laughs> that... <laughs> No, I wouldn't say that. Like we have our normal chats about stuff, like. But no, mm. I've never really, never really done that. I've, that's I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm not that guy. That, like everybody knows when they've missed someone. So normally yeah. I don't even. Normally I don't even need like nobody needs to say anything. You normally just get a room and you'll be like, "Sorry, boys, mm-hmm. missed that one." Yeah. Like should have had it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And and that and that's the thing. Like as it, much as. You know, we, we we shout some abuse down, and to be fair, to be fair, a lot of it is just a bit of banter. You know, we, we've known the likes of yourself and Scott. We've known you guys for years. Even Pavel, Pavel gives us a wee wave now when he comes on the ice. It, it's just a bit of fun now. Um, sometimes it will, because if there's a big if there's a big hit or something, and we really think, fuck, that's borderline. Like, why is that not being called? Then we will we'll give a bit of shit for it. But it's like you say, and 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 obviously I do it as as a referee development person for basketball Scotland as well, that it's all about learning development. You'll go back, you'll watch the footage, you know something's been missed, you've got someone watching that game for you, yeah. they'll fa- flag it up and you'll be right, listen, have a watch back of that, what do you think? Yeah. Do you think there should have been a call there? Mm-hmm. Yep, every, um, I mean, every week we've got our clips. Literally, that night we could go normally go back and mm-hmm. watch anything. So like, you normally always have a couple of things. In your head, you're like, right, I need to go and check that. Like, yeah. not too sure about that. So you go back and watch it. Sometimes I find it difficult to pick things out myself. Okay. Like, I'm the kind of guy that needs somebody to clip it for me and say, what do you think of that? Yeah. Right, I struggle to pick things out myself. Unless it's obviously someone where I'm like, hmm, that no. doesn't sit right. Then yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I know, but if it's someone that, I'm not really sure. Then yeah, yeah, I'll never really pick it out. But I, that's the beauty of these. This like nowadays, you can go back and watch footage and mm-hmm. learn a lot. Obviously, you learn more when you're on the ice with guys. Right? Yeah, that's when you do a lot of your learning and training. There's only so much you can do with a video. Yeah. So. Yeah. Graham, see when you're saying you're watching the games back. Are you watching the games back yourself or? Would you watch it back, maybe over like like this over over a Zoom or someone with the referee you were with, or as it, as I say, is it just is it just you, or do you and Scott sit and watch them? Have you've done games together? It's normally just me on my own. Whenever I get a wee bit of time, whether it be on a lunch break yeah. at work, because mm-hmm. like although it's a professional league, we'd still have day jobs. No guys yeah, are yeah. working. Eight till five or whatever, Monday to Friday. Yeah. So you have very yeah. little, like when you get home after work, like you obviously you want to spend time with family and whatever because you're uh, away mo- most of the weekend. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. normally just me on my own watching videos. Yeah. yeah. See, like you, you, you remember because obviously you, you've been around the scene for for a while as well. Now I remember back in the BNL days, there was always like like a referee supervisor. Is that still there with the elite league? Um, you always hear fans complaining. Have you had a bad game? I said maybe they should hear supervisor in the stands and things like that. When it used to happen previously, is that still there, um, or is it maybe not as visible? But it is there nowadays. So you're right. There, there is, there is still yeah. supervision. Right, but 
No, it's very rarely are they in the building. Okay. Right. So a lot of it's done through video now, basically. Yeah. So yeah, you know, okay, well, it, sorry, it, it, it's good to hear that because people always say, remember the days when Maury Hansen used to sit in the stands and everybody would know if if, if it was Dundee and Fife and Maury Hansen was sitting there, the referees were getting watched. Yeah. And Aye. because you don't see that now, everybody thinks it's gone, but it's great to hear that, that yeah. it mm -hmm. still goes on. And it'll put away the stigma that, that you guys as a whole are not, it's not as if you've got free reign. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, if I'm at an arse of this, who cares? Well, yeah, yeah somebody Some, does care. Somebody's always watching. Yeah. Whether yeah. that be another official that's got a night off mm -hmm. yep. or Mike Kicks any of the management team. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. always somebody watching. Yeah. Fuck, it sounds like fucking Big Brother here. Somebody's <laughs> always watching you. Uh, <laughs> but, no, it's true. It's like you say, we, we do the same. Um, you know, we get we get games sent to us uh, as a development group and we watch it back, cut things, send on to guys. Um, but it's just with you saying that, and it, and it brings me kind of back to think to basketball as well. That do you feel that there is a bit of a refing crisis within the elite league in terms of the number of officials that are available to you? Not, not just the elite league. Like, well, ice, yeah, ice hockey UK as a whole, there's mm. very short on numbers. Very short. Yeah. Like, there is a lot of games that do get cancelled because obviously there's a tiered system. Elite league's obviously priority. Yeah. Then it steps down to your uh, NIHL, NIHL 1s, 2s, your SNLs, and then it just filters through all the juniors. Yeah. So, like, obviously, if there's three games in Scotland for Elite League, there's 12 officials mm -hmm. taken straight away from, excuse me, SNL, whatever. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're trying to We're trying to get more guys, like I said earlier, ex-players just give yeah. it a shot just give it a yeah. shot like when i first started i had like zero plan on doing anything that i've ever done yeah like i just i was a young guy just started an apprenticeship i thought we better pocket money that extra 40 quid or whatever you get that weekend yep yeah, on your apprentice, above your apprentice wage, like, yep, yeah, that yep. perfect, definitely. And definitely. then it just snowballed on. So, I that's it's just trying to get guys to come in, mm -hmm. give it a shot. Like, you never know. Like, yeah, if listen, if I didn't have such bloody brittle ankles and had to go AB sports performance every bloody month, <laughs> and he hadn't had major surgery on his knee, major <laughs> keyhole surgery. We'd be on that ice. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the abuse for Donna up the back. <laughs> um, but you no, it's, it's kicking your head in the next game, eh? Oh, 100%. Um, but you should like the shout out, especially if it's taking the piss out of Scott a wee bit. <laughs> um, but just thinking about that, obviously, because obviously you still do a lot of SNL stuff when you can. Um, yeah. So, when you're at that, when you make that step down, so to say, because you you're coming down the level from Elite League to the SNL, yeah. you're usually with 
someone who's on a, on a lot lower caliber than yourself who are on the lines. And obviously, there's just one ref. There's there's a, there's no four man system. It's it's one ref, two linos. Do you do you take that opportunity to to coach them more, or yeah. is it? Are you are you still turning up and just thinking, right? I need to do my job, and I'll help out where I can with them. I mean, uh, right, if normally if I'm coming down, there's normally a kind of guy who's on the fringe, mm-hmm. who we're maybe looking at for future years. Okay. So they try and obviously get like guys that step down to work with guys who yeah. are maybe prospects, or they're looking at they're looking at them to see. Yeah, right. Possibly, possibly not. Right. So I, when I go to the games, yeah, I want to you know, try and help them as much as you can. Obviously, I have a job to do. I've got to try and obviously pay attention to the game and whatever. But yeah, if it's an, a relatively easy game, not mm-hmm. much happening, then you've obviously got a more opportunity yeah. to help guys out. And obviously, yeah. if it's gone, if it's gone pear shaped or whatever, then. I kind of got to deal with my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Graham, see, what is it it like when, when, you know, when you're in the elite league and you've got the four-man system? What is it like when you need to go back to the (laughs) three-man system? What is it like? A shock to the system. (laughs) Breathing at his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. No, it is. There is, it is a big change, obviously, because you've got everything to watch then. Mm-hmm. You've not yeah. got specific areas you're looking at. Four-man yeah. system, you know, the low guys watching the net, high guys watching what right play and what's going on. Yeah. There's three-man, you're watching absolutely everything. Yeah. yeah. Have so you ever, is, in your elite league sort of refereeing career, have you ever had to go, if somebody went injured, have you ever been on your own yet? At the elite league, I've seen it happening before. If something's happened and it's like, yeah, we need to go to the three-man system. Uh, no, uh, no, I think we had one maybe for like a couple of minutes or something in Dundee. Right. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was last last season actually. And I, I was a burst finger, a burst finger or something. But it was only like a couple of minutes. I've not actually had that a, a reasonable period uh, of time. Period. Uh, Touch wood. Seniors just jinxed that. Um, <laughs> obviously, we've we've spoke about being on the ice with Scott, um, but is there is is there anyone that you prefer to partner up with? Is there, is there someone that you 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 really see as a bit of a mentor or gives you a lot of good advice when you're out there? Uh, everybody helps everybody. Like it's kind of I wouldn't say I've got us standout guy that I like to work with mm-hmm. there's obviously guys who help like maybe help a bit better yeah. than others like maybe I, I could take a bit for Pavel's game here because I'm like oh, I like what he done there yeah or like someone that maybe Toby does I'm like mm, right. I, maybe, I maybe like what what he done there or he handled how he handled whatever situation yeah so because we've got obviously there's a lot of there's not well there is a lot but there's not a lot of officials. You need to be able to work with everybody. Yeah, especially yeah. when you're going to WHF tournaments or whatever. Like you need to be able to be working with different guys, be able to adapt. Yeah, because not every not everybody has the same style. Right, no, regardless no. of what you think, maybe everybody should be the same. 
everybody sees things differently. Everybody interprets everything different. Mm-hmm. So you need to be able to adapt to yeah. everybody. So I know I wouldn't say I've got okay. a, a standalone guy. Yeah. It does bring me on to some questions that I had. Just yeah. to educate the, the, the fan bases, okay? Because these things come up quite a lot, especially in the stands, at Stars games, uh, away games. When you say that about interpretations, okay, I'm going to ask about retaliation penalties. So, mm-hmm. for example, we can use this guy because he no longer plays for the Stars, so we can't, he can't get into trouble anymore. But Johnny Walker, for example, right, might get a wee cross-check in the back, turns around, cross-checks the guy and gets a penalty for it. How do you how do referees interpret that as you know not just binning the two of them, or is it because he's retaliated? It was a wee cross check. He's retaliated, right? Okay, you're gone. What's the thought process? So normally, like you always catch the retaliation, yeah. right? Regardless, you're always catching the retaliation. You're never mm-hmm. like, see you're the first thing. Yeah. So you see that slash cross check, whatever it is. And you think, well, that's a penalty. Mm-hmm. Man, right? Obviously, there is moments where you do see both and you're like, well, he's had a pop, he's had a pop. Yeah. Let's go. Leave it. Yes. So, obviously, oh, it's, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. So, it's, that that is a tough one. Yeah. Because, obviously, if, if the guy has slashed whatever and then the guy has another chop back, like, it's yeah. tough. But that... The other guy's got to be smart and say, well, you know what? You've had a pop at me, I'm going to save that for later. Yeah. yeah. Is there any guidance from kind of the top to be like, well, if he's given a wee dig, you know, should we call it straight away because maybe something did happen that we missed? I wouldn't say there's maybe no guidance. It's more about game management. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to read the situation, like we yeah. were talking about earlier. Feel for the game. Yeah, you know, if guys, if the game's flowing well, it's a hard physical game. Yeah, guys yeah. have a wee pop. He's had a wee pop back. Like, you, you kind of want to let the guys let the game flow. Yeah, obviously, yeah. if things are getting out of hand, then yeah, that's when we obviously say right. You know, you got to start yeah, calling yeah. even the wee niggly things because that's yeah. yeah. What, yeah, because, uh, they just bigger. expand yeah. and they just get bigger and bigger yeah. and then yeah. and then what happens is then the game's potentially ready to go to control and you've yeah. called it and then that's when you get it because yeah. well you should have called it 10 minutes ago you've let it go for the last 10 minutes and that's yeah. when junior's always up <laughs> it took you 52 minutes to call that <laughs> <laughs> But it, it kind of leads into that perfectly of the question there, because this is what senior, being a senior citizen himself, he gets confused about all the time. Coincidental penalties. Uh-huh. So, Graham, you've you've called blue and white. Yeah. Both of them are getting two minutes for roughing. Same time. But we end up playing four on four. Why is that? So that's actually changed now. Okay. So previously, that's what would have happened because it's the first penalties. Uh-huh. So you would have been four on four. If you were four on four at that point, 
then those penalties wouldn't go in the clock and you would still stay four on four. Now, any time there's a coincidental penalty, you stay at the strength that you were at. That you're at. Right. Yeah. So say you were playing five on five. Guys yep. take penalties each. You're staying five on five. If you were four on four, you're staying four on four. Like if a team's yeah. a man down, they're staying a man down. Yeah. Like, so See, I, I, thought, I, I thought that was always the rule as well. <laughs> <laughs> no. no I, that it's, they, they want to keep as many players on the ice as possible. Yep. That's, yeah. That's basically what it's, what it's all about. Yeah. So you've got two for roughing, two for cross-checking, you're going down to four on four. There's two separate penalties. You've got two guys, same penalty, at now the same time. Now it stays. Like you're just so you're getting confused now. <laughs> see, see, this is what I mean. This is why we need clarification. We need clarification. So this season, from the start of this season, it stays five on five. Yeah. You wouldn't go down to four on four. You would stay five yeah. on five. Right. So that's so, only if it's the same penalty for both teams. No. If it's a penalty, so say you're getting a slashing. Seniors uh, getting a cross check. Five on five still. Five on five still. Right. As long as, the, as long as the penalties are at the same time. At the same do. time. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. I'll keep that in my locker for shouting at you in a couple of weeks' time. If <laughs> 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 we go four on four, I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other thing that, that's come up a lot um, in the stands is a face-off outside after, a, and I said that, in a, a stramash. Yep. So, see if someone is to be pushed into their... So, I'm an offensive player. Yeah. You blew the whistle, you blew the whistle, stopped the game, but seniors came in as a defenseman and shoved us into the goalie. There's a wee stramash. The face-off then gets chucked outside. Yeah. How does it... How? Why does it go outside if the so... offensive player's been shoved into them? It's nothing to do with that. It's to okay. do with where you're... It's to do with the attacking D-men. Okay. So if the attacking D-men come down below the hash marks, and instantly the face-off's outside. Wow. Like if they come okay. in and get involved yeah, cool. with the handbags round the net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. nothing to do with, like, guys getting pushed on goalies or... Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to shout that he's fucking shoved the wind arm. Oh, then I'll be able to say, "Ah, but Junior, got to shout something." The offensive (laughs) demon have not went down. Oh, brilliant! But yeah, listen, it's always been a few things that come up every season that people be like, "Oh, why is that happening? Why is that like that?" And the Mm. fact we've got a ref on here, we thought, you know what? Fucking ask it. Why not? We're asking the question. Um, so that's good to know Senior, have you got anything else for uh, Mr Roger? Yeah, I've always got I like stories, right so (laughs) what's what's the best game because I I see you're obviously rocking your double IHF t-shirt, what's the best (laughs) game that you've done? The best game I've done wow or, or well, I'm going to rephrase that then. Or the biggest game that you've done? The biggest Comets game I've Tigers done. on a Sunday night at Christmas. 
Hundred percent. No, um, the biggest games has to be probably my first World Championship game, Bulgaria. Just before we, just before COVID struck, I was off to Bulgaria for my very first mm-hmm. World Championships, which was as a linesman. Um, yeah, yeah. And I can't. It was at Iceland, and I'm sure it was Iceland Bulgaria. It was the first game that I'd done. At World Championship, and aye, that was probably the biggest game. Yeah. I had a wee, um, had a wee moment to myself before I stepped on the ice. Yeah. I must like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's when it, that's when it hit. I was like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're, we're, we're I'm, going I'm, somewhere. I'm with here. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. here. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're not just you're not just representing yourself. Like you're representing the whole British ice hockey when you're away to those events. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's a yeah. massive, massive honour to do things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will I will put this in front, right? Players who are not still playing, all right? Because I'm not wanting you calling out players, whatever you do. So players who <laughs> players who who are no longer sort of in the elite league or or who have retired. Easiest player to referee, worst player to referee. Oh, easiest player to referee. Oh, that's... It's got to be somebody like a Kyle Haas. Has to be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably because you knew what was happening. (laughs) Uh, There you go. (laughs) Uh, I think uh, easiest player to referee. There's a few, probably. Um, Just trying to think here. I've had it's that like guys, guys that will just go through the game and they're just like, yeah, yeah okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't actually know, to be honest. I've never really thought about that. Yeah. Uh, ah. Oh, well, that'll be it. Graham Rogers. Hey, get on again. That's yeah, it. we'll hate to get him and Scott on together then. That's me, Junior. That's our uh, questions. I just love hearing people telling us about players that they've played with. Players that they've refereed against and and shit like that. Yeah. Certainly, yeah. Uh, certainly the worst one. Jeff Mason will be up there because the amount of abuse that he oh. gives referees is ridiculous. Yeah. Does the say anything now he's on the Belfast bench? But <laughs> no comment because I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> what what is it like? Probably finally for for yourself. What is it like? You're on the ice, right? And something's happened, and you're standing there, and you just hear it. Coaches, players, fans. Is it is it just like switch yeah. off? Hundred percent. Like ah. half the time, I don't even hear what gets said. Wow, you do. Now and again, I'll be like... I beg to differ. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in situations like that, you just, you switch off. You're like, um, like, you've got to be able to switch off. Yeah. Because if you didn't, it's it's not the the job for you. Because it comes with the, it comes with the job. You're going to get that dog's abuse. Yeah. Regardless if it's a good call or a bad call. Yeah. 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 Right. You're in a situation where you're never right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, but uh, 
yeah, Graham, thank you so much for your time. Also, I know that you've just finished, but like, like ourselves, finished work straight on here, um, recording a podcast and getting it out before the weekend. So, um, I do appreciate your time. Um, we appreciate all your stories and and yeah. what you've said, yeah. answered questions as well, which will educate the masses. Um, certainly enjoy your games this weekend. Um, and you never know, we might we might get you on with Scott in the future. If you. He- if he's up for it. <laughs> <laughs> never know. You never know. I know. No worries. Thanks again, Graham. Much appreciated. Cheers, okay. mate. See you soon. Take it easy. See you later. Thank you. See ya. And that was that was Graham Roger Senior. Um, yeah. Good to, get, uh, good to get the other side of the, the hockey game on, junior, on the pod. That's... It's fascinating, eh, that one, it's really good of Graham to come on, right? Yeah. And let's be honest, right? It's good of the Elite League to allow him to come on. Um, yeah. It's no easy allowing officials to come on a podcast and stuff like that. Um, so it was really good of them as well. But uh, fascinating, fascinating wee insight, eh, into yeah. calls yeah. and and, and stuff like that, and and how Graham began, and then suddenly thought, yeah, backup goal yeah. is no for me at SNL level, eh? opening and shutting the door. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so we do still looking at how long yeah. the shows went. It was only meant to it's be 15, brilliant. 20 minutes with them, but it's, you know what, it's good when, you, when so, you've got someone that's, that comes on and they're just they're happy to speak and get stories out. So yeah. we will try and condense the rest of the show, and we've got a lot to get through. Starting off with the 51 Club-sponsored game review. It was one game last weekend against the Cardiff Devils. Senior was the lone one, so he'll give the review on this. But Spencer Nass started off the scoring at 9.15, shorthanded, assisted by Brendan Harms, which released the teddies onto the ice. Yeah. Um, then it went back to old school Dundee Stars and Brandon Alderson at 20-10, 10 seconds into the second period. Cardiff minute 2-1 through Justin Crandall at 25-40. The Stars equalised at 27-01. Again, Nass assisted by Harms. Cole Sanford, 36-14, restored the lead at 3-2. And then that empty net goal um, by Justin Crandall at 58-56. First thing I'm going to ask, Senior, yeah, is that a call? The empty net goal? Is it a call? Of course it's a call. It's, it's, <laughs> it's either tripping or it's interference or it's kneeing. Me personally, I think it's tripping. It says, it says to Hunty on the way out, right, I've put tackles in like that when I was playing in front of Hunty at Tayport, right? Hunty had saved me than what went in, I'll tell you. It was a, again, like I was it was near enough a sliding tackle he put in. Uh, mm. And unfortunately, that's what the game will be remembered for. Yeah. Because I, uh... I thought we played really well. And we, we, we're competing against these guys now, right? Certainly the Cardiff Devil. Sheffield again this weekend might be a bit of a different kettle of fish, but that that's two games at home against Cardiff. We had a daft spell against them the first game, and in this game, yeah. we were always in it. Always in it. Yeah. They scored 
the Nas Nas shorthanded goal was a was a thing of beauty, by the way. Yeah. That was a fantastic. Yeah. I watched goal. the highlights. Yeah, what a goal! And then the score after ten seconds, we just we lost the face off. They went doing the ice and scored. We just never woke up. And then the second and third goals were just fucking lucky bounces. It was mm. any of the things where they threw it, and it, it was just going in. And you're you're sitting there thinking, how on earth has this puck went past Kevin Carr? It's yeah. it's went it's deflected, it's deflected, it's bounced. But even at three one, I was I was thinking we could maybe still get something out of this. When it went to three two, I actually thought we are getting something out of this. I thought we'd have got them, we'd have took them to overtime. We will never know what would have happened if the call was made and we went six on four. We just don't know. Yeah. It could have finished three two. It could have finished three all. It could have finished four yeah. two as it did. I, uh... But the whole game is is now balanced on that missed call. Yeah, I uh, I I did listen obviously to our good pals. Um... You, especially your good pal, he gives you shite quite a lot on Twitter, um, on the three on three podcast. Um, I did listen to their part, and obviously them saying that they think Dryden was expecting the hit, and that's why he went down, or something along those lines. Um, and I, I watched, I watched it back numerous times, obviously before the show and before I heard that, and then I watched it back again today on my lunch break, and you see it, Dryden actually. He, he, he tries to make a move for the puck. He actually misses the puck, but it goes through his legs anyway. And he, it's like he's a way to de- have a wee deep round him, but he can't That's because it. the leg hits his legs straight away. That's um, it. You trip, and I think interference for me, I think it's an interference call. Um, but yeah, for me, although I wasn't there and I've not got an opinion because as you say that, yeah. no there, no opinion, no driving, <laughs> no opinion. I, it is a, for me, it's a pet. It's got to be a penalty. Um, so. It's it's a big I play. Definitely. Love and to see the coach get kicked out for it. Yep. Fucking love that. You've got to have yep. your teams back. I yep. absolutely love that. So do I. And I'll tell you, when when it happened, um, and obviously Dryden had a word, right? And you look at the clock, you know what's going to happen, and you just knew Dryden was getting kicked out of that. He was just going to go. Oh, did Dryden get kicked out? Well, he got... I think he got a two-minute penalty, but you can't know what I mean. Okay. But like, what what I'm saying is Dryden, he was not letting up. He was not no. letting up, and he kept going back and back till he got the misconduct. It was like he wanted it because he didn't want to accept what had yeah. been said to him. So like what you're saying, loved what the coach done, also loved what the captain done. The yeah. fucking two of them. And, yeah. But... Lefebvre, a lot of people say that ah, he overreacted and, and he shouldn't behave yeah. like that. Fuck off. Right? <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's that's what you expect, right? Because I'll tell you, Junior, CB never done anything, right? Oh, He'd have be been slated for it. He'd yeah. have been slated for it, for just standing there and accepting it. And <laughs> yeah, what I mean? I just looked in and I just seen the stick going on the ice and I'm thinking, that stick suddenly got on that. Actually, it was only when I watched the video, I actually thought he broke it um, on the bench and threw it. But luckily, he didn't throw it. He, yeah. The stick just broke. But see when it happened, right? And you came out of me sat, right? 
when when the when they gave the goal, every stars player, every one of them was standing banging the sticks on the board. Every single one yeah. of them to make a yeah. point that they were not happy. Uh well, I'm I'm just saying they're fucking lucky I wasn't there because I think I would have lost my shit. Yeah. Then would have been on my head. Um so yeah. Yeah, well, only one game of the weekend, so that yeah. results in the table looking like this. So, Stars, now it's, it's again, we've spoke about how close it is this year. Stars yeah. now down to seventh after being at one point top of the league two weeks ago during the, the game <laughs> after being one that up in Coventry. Um, Stars now down to seventh, still on 17 points through 17 games, same as Belfast, same number of points as Manchester, Manchester game in hand, same number of points as now Coventry who were bottom of the league last week. Um, they've got two games in hand, only two points behind third place, uh, Brayhead, North Renfrewshire, Paisley, uh, the Rangers, Celtic, Glasgow, Clam. Um, Nottingham now at ninth, and Fife now bottom of the league. So it's ever-changing. Um, I know we look at this on a weekly basis, and it is going to keep changing like this every week, but seventh place still, two points behind third. Still kind of grumble about it. No. No, and, and you can't grumble because they're that tightly packed. Yeah. What I worried a few weeks ago, right, and I, th- I thought about it since then, and I'm thinking, you know what, this this might actually work in my favour. We've had a lot of games against the top teams recently. Yeah. So we had Cardiff last week. We've got Cardiff away this week. We've got Sheffield at home this week. It was Sheffield the other week. It was Nottingham the other week. So, yeah, I, I looked at those games and thought, are we going to pick anything up? Whatever we pick up will be a bonus. And we did pick up a few points here and there, and we're still in amongst it. We'll probably mm-hmm. lost more of those games than what we, we won them, but we're still in amongst it. And now, look, after we get out of that, we begin to get in amongst the teams that yeah, and around that we we would we as fans we expect to win. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I think if we're still in amongst this this bunch, you never know. In a three, four, five weeks time, we could be back at closer to the top than what we are to the bottom again. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um as senior says. The good, yeah. the bad, the good, and the ugly. The bad and the ugly. Well, the good, Spencer Nass. That's it. <laughs> Spencer Nass, and an honor, an honourable mention to Brendan Harms, because these guys, especially Spencer, are on fire, yeah. absolutely on fire. Um, I think. I spoke to somebody at the game, the Cardiff game, and, I, and I'm fairly positive it was Doro spoke to us about Spencer Nass, uh, about him when he was at Savannah. And he says, yeah, you guys are getting a good player here. And you looked at his sort of stats and you thought, we're going to get a grinder type of player. Mm-hmm. He is certainly a lot more than a grinding type of player. So I think the performance for last weekend of, of Spencer, um, man of the match, at the he was the guy that scored the goal to get the teddies up piling on the ice, and it was great to see so many teddies firing on the ice again. Uh, so he's the good. The bad 
is the call. It's as simple as that. It's I'm not the only see when you you see fans of the Cardiff Devils putting videos up saying, Yeah, this is the call that should have been called. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you, you think, yeah, there's something not right here, eh? Uh how it was masked, I don't know how it was masked. The only thing I could guess at is there wasn't a lot of penalties called during the game. And I don't think they wanted to call at such a critical juncture of the game, right? Because we'd already pulled Kevin, we were six on five. We then go six on four. And that, yeah, I just didn't think they wanted to call it. If that had happened in the first minute, Junior, then the last minute, that's getting called. Guaranteed. Yep. Uh, the ugly, and I'm sorry to say this, but the ugly, you were not there, Junior, there seemed to be a bit of a stramash. It's, I'm going to say, around about the referee's dressing room, right? Don't know what, what happened. There was the barriers that, that blocked people off, etc. cetera, were, were going, were rocking back and forward. People sort of were going towards the referee's dressing room. I'm not saying anything happened. I don't think anything happened, but it just didn't look right. A lot of people thought there was people trying to get in to, to get to the officials now. That's just that. That's a fucking no-no. Doesn't matter what you think, right? That's an absolute no-no. When these guys, the game's finished, the guys are off the ice, the game's done. Doesn't matter what you think has happened. It wasn't the uh, it wasn't the Tommy Mitchell again, was it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Listen, someone, yeah. some there, there was a lot set. You come up, no, they even going to go in tip. We're not getting into that shit. Yeah. Um, if it did happen, yeah. unacceptable. If it did happen, unacceptable. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move but on. See, I don't think anything did happen. It just didn't look nice. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. there, there was a lot of people running in that way, and you're thinking, come on, fuck's sake. Yeah, um, I, did for- yeah so. I did forget to ask you um, in your, your game review, your man of the match. I think you just said oh, it in your Spencer game. Nass. Spencer Nass. There is a point for Nass in the season's uh, man of yeah. the match for us, which effectively will give us our player man of the match of the year. <laughs> Super. So, um, moving swiftly on, two games back again this weekend. And our Craig Niche decorator sponsored the game previews. The Cardiff Devils for the third time in the space of what a week and a half. Um away in the Sheffield Steelers at home on the Sunday. So Devils, listen, senior, I think they're gonna be out to fucking get with because after getting eliminated from the Challenge Cup last night, after an aggregate lead coming back for the North Lanarkshire, South Lanarkshire, yeah. Motherwell, Pishy Wishy, Glasgow, Renfrewshire, Brayhead clan. Um, I just, uh, um, I was surprised at that result. That. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I sort of believe that. that. Um, yeah. Well, uh, you know what though, uh, it shouldn't have because we always say that clan had put a good team together, right? Well, they've spent yeah, enough. But... They've, they've spent enough money, right? And well, if they want to be challenging, yeah. If they want to be challenging for trophies, that's what they should be doing. They yeah, should be going defense, into places like Cardiff and winning. But defensively in their goalie, I think they're very poor. And to 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 be behind on aggregate and then go down to Cardiff and only concede one. Yeah. That's on the devils for me, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I don't think Bounce played last night. 
I don't think he did. I'd be guessing. But Tyler, I think the guy Tyler Wall played. Well, he's no much of a fucking wall, is he? Get what I mean? <sighs> uh, fucking wall sausage. Yeah. Might have been better for us if Cardiff had absolutely pumped him. But, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe no. Uh, it'll certainly be a totally different game than the two games that happened up here, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a lot yeah. harder for us. Yeah. Yeah. So Cardiff Devils obviously on the Saturday. Um, you look at kind of three of their biggest players just now: um, Sanford, Crandall, and the guy Alderson. Twenty goals between the three of them, um, in sixteen odd yeah. games, however many it is. Then you're looking at Sheffield at home. You've got the three kind of standouts for me is obviously your wee pal Dowdy. Um, the yeah, guy, Usla, 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 the yeah. I think he's the Finnish boy, yeah. and the guy Watling as well. He's no Finnish, he's only 26. He's only t- <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I knew that was coming. Um, but the three <laughs> of them combined, yeah, the three of them combined 45 points in yeah. again 15 16 games, so yeah. two very tough games. Um, I'll tell you again, right. two winnable games. Speaking about Cole Sanford, right? He was a wee dick, by the way. He usually is. Yeah, well, he was a big dick then. After okay. Okay. He, uh, he suddenly thought he was fucking Billy Big Boots. He's been like that since he went he to Carter, Florida. Uh, and also, what's his boss? The boy that thinks he's a big tough guy. Is it Riley Brandt? Oh, fuck I. Yeah, yeah. He wore brown shorts on, on uh, Saturday. He wore brown shorts. He, brown, he wore brown shorts, yeah. Alan called him out twice. Yeah. 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 Then they went nothing to do with him. Which Just, he probably anyway. He, he probably knew he would get his head kicked in. Uh but yeah, Sheffield. Sheffield at home was certainly yeah. need to start better than what we did the last time, that's for sure. Yeah. Because they blew us away. And the good thing is we now know what we're going to get with Sheffield. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think we. I'm hoping that we we play a lot better than what we did. The the last sort of fifteen minutes or something, if we play like that the whole game, um, we'll be in amongst it. I do worry though that it's Cardiff away on the Saturday, and yeah. then it's bus journey down, bus journey back, and then the tabletop and Steelers on on the Sunday. It's going to be very, very difficult. So, score predictions. Cardiff, away. Uh, 4-1 Cardiff. Okay, 4-1 Devils. I'm going to go 5-2 Devils. And Steelers at home? Uh, um, I think Steelers will win it. But I think it might be a lot closer than what a lot of people think. I'm going to go 3-2 Sheffield. Okay, I've went uh, 4-3 Sheffield in overtime. Okay. So that is our review. Senior. Junior. It's time. It's time. It's time to get the gloves off with our gloves off sponsor. Junior versus Senior. It is back. Senior has been looking for us all week. Um, thanks well, again. listen, wait a minute. 
You're saying I've been looking forward to all week, right? And I could go look at my phone, and you probably oh, text me, right, about fucking seven o'clock, eight, nine o'clock this morning, and actually says, "Oh, this is what we're doing." Oh, shut up. Anyway, thanks again to Mr. Uh, Scott Blues, UK hockey legend, of kicking people's heads in um, <laughs> for sponsoring this segment of the show. It is the gloves off, junior versus senior. Senior, are you ready? We'll just get cracking with it because we've got time to make up here. So, usual standard of it is guess who I am talking about. So, you get it right on the first one, you get five points. You're right on the second one, you get four. Three for three. Fourth clue, two points. Fifth clue, one point. Okay. You can bet he's going to be our assistant. I don't think Betty's going to get this. Oh, fuck it. Betty's no getting it. I'll never get it. Betty's stupid. Anyway, so <laughs> this player is nice and young still. He was born in 1991 in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. So he's the same that age as you. Right. Same age as me. So that is your first clue. You. You're probably not going to get it on that, so you may as well just take a random punt at somebody. Uh... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're going to start. It's not Brett Switzer. So, second clue, he is a 5'10 D man. Jason Gray. He's a very small man. Jason Gray. It is not Jason Gray. This one, you might get it, Faye. I doubt it. I thought I'll put it in early for you to see if you can get it. <laughs> in the 2017-2018 season, he scored the <laughs> overtime winner against Fife. Sidebar, it was one of only six goals that he scored in his time for the Stars. What, what season? 1718. That's still gonna make a difference to you. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to sort of mark it. Mm, Yeah, what year was it again? Oh yeah, that year I okay. (sighs) Just throwing it there. Gene, I can't even mind what I played in 1718. (laughs) Uh five foot ten Canadian demon. Nah, Go fucking no chance. Go guess. Can't even mind what 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 D men we had playing back then. Uh, let's Craig Sescon. Craig Sescon, this fucking size of that boy. It's five foot ten. Okay, he finished his career with. The coronavirus brass off after leaving the stars and playing nearly four seasons in Romania. Ah, still means fuck all to me. <laughs> Honestly. Um I can't even think of any fair foot ten demon. I might just hate to press the buzzer for him without a guess. 
I'm thinking hard here. I'm thinking hard. I'm thinking hard. I'm thinking hard. Again, if you're not watching on YouTube, you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or yeah. Google Podcasts yeah. or Amazon Music for that as well, because we're on there as well now. Yeah. Um, yep. Senior Sweet Wheels are going round and round and round. <laughs> okay, now they're, they're going to have you slow. Two, Billy Bagram. He was fucking... D-man. Your final clue. His only other Elite League team was, and at this time, the Brayhead clan. Sean Bhutan. So I'll give you a rundown of the fucking clues again, and I'll ignore that answer, because Sean Bhutan only played last season for them. Born 91 in Canada, 5 foot 10 D man. He scored an overtime winner against Fife in the 2017 18 season, one of only six goals that he scored for the club. He finished his career with Corona Brasov, so he played for them about the last four or five seasons, most recently as well. And he played for the clan and the stars. You stick with Bhutan. I didn't get my point something eighteen. Okay. No point, senior. No point. Okay. The five foot ten D man from Canada was Cody Carlson. Oh fuck off, Cody Carlson. He scored the fucking winner in overtime against Fife. I can still see it. Came charging up the ice, and I'm like, where the fuck's this cunt going? Sorry, Daisy. Where is where's this boy going? King Carlson. Top corner. Many games did he play for the stars? We're going to, need to start putting fucking things on it. It'd be lucky if he played about he played 10 games. He played near enough a full season. Oh my god. Let's find out right now. Honestly, I'm telling you, you're that's the clues you've come up with. Shocking. You're first first game back, right? And you're shite housing already. Scheithauser, I told you where he fucking played. I told you his height. I told you he played for Glasgow as well. Actually, I told you he played for Brayhead because that was the actual team he played for. He's just 2017, right? Aye. Right. What, you want to fucking play for this season? Well, maybe last season. Fuck off. Or maybe the season. got a lot of players to go through, Ar. Exactly. Oh, dear. Anyway, we'll move on. So, on that note, the fucking gloves are off. The gloves are off. It's competition time. Wow. Competition time for Don McKellar. So, we are doing a little special Christmas voucher for the lucky winner. Now, because of all the issues... Is it to guess how many many answers they'll get right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you say none, everyone's going to be correct. Um, what I was about to say was, because of all the issues we had the last time with a fake A View From Section C Facebook page telling everyone that they won, um, we're going to have to word it very differently on social media and we're not going to say that it's a competition or you'll win vouchers or anything like that. The post we'll put up will just ask you to post what the competition's going to be. So basically what I want you to do, we've done this before, and it was really, really good. We want a picture of you or your children with their favourite Stars player from this season. 
Okay, so I know that you know players are always having about wait games at the buses, they're taking pictures, standing waiting at the end of games at the cafe. You've got the, the aftermatch uh, autographs and stuff. So we want you to put in a picture. So I'll put a post up, and it'll just to say, please post. I put in it's Don McKellar, and then please post a picture of you or family with their favourite player for this season. And I'm even putting the word competition, voucher, win, nothing. You all know what it is, right? From telling you on this. I'm not having to sit and go to fucking Facebook again, deleting everyone's comments and deleting the, the report and the page and everything. It was a pussy. Okay, so put it in. We will close it. Um, that'll be to be confirmed. I think we'll do it just before the next show. Um, which will be next week. Get them in to the post. Once you've put them all in, we'll put you on that random uh, name generator wheel. And then obviously the winner of that will get a £25 voucher to spend at Don McKellar as a little Christmas gift from us at A View from Section C. We're just giving kind of guys, are we? We are. We are. We are. Um, so, pictures of you, family members, your kids, um, nieces and nephews, if you take them to the game, grandkids, if you're taking them to the game, get your pictures of your current player this season. Okay? So, I will allow pictures of Craig Garrigan, Chris Ingalls, dragging down Craig Moore from last season, and Johnny McBean. But I will not accept any pictures of Marco Fave from the first time he was here, for example. Okay, so it must be from this season. All right. Um, oh, so that is your competition. Oh, I'm tough too. Right, got to be in it to win it. Got you. Got to earn this prize. Earn it. On this day, senior, you loving on this day? Oh, I do loving on this day, junior. There was absolutely no signings. There was no levers. And there was no birthdays. There was a lot happened this week, though, in signings and... and, and oh, it was your brother's birthday. <laughs> that was yesterday. Um, yeah, oh, and it was your nephew's birthday today. Yeah, well, there you go. Birthday today. There you go. Yeah. But there was a couple of leavers and a couple of signings on this week. Um, Sean McMorrow was one that left. Um, John Mitchell left. Remember Big Mitch? He was a great... Yeah, yeah. Um, in a very poor side that season. But yeah, there was a lot happened. But on this day, only things that happened on this day, we had four games on this day. In 2014, we had a home league victory against the Hull Stingrays, where we beat them 2-1 in overtime. No goal, fortunately. Because the Hull Stingrays. Yeah. 2016, just two years later, we had an away league loss to our opponents on Sunday, the Sheffield Steelers. We lost by four goals to two. Goals from Brett Switzer and um, one of the demon I didn't really like, Joey Dakin-Sillies. Or as I like to yeah. call him, Joey done something silly. Yeah. Uh, Two years later again, 2018, uh, we had an away league win to the Nottingham Panthers. 
by four goals to three in overtime. Goals from Fabrizio Ricci, your man, Francois Bouchard. Oh, and legend. two goals, two goals from Big Rig Matt Marquois. Um, yeah, we do like game, a 4-3-1 in Nottingham, do we? That game, by the way, had two assists by Pontus Sjogren, the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous stat, that. Yeah. Um, and then 2022, last season, we had the Challenge Cup second leg loss away to the Five Flyers on penalty shots. It ended up being 5-4 on the night, 9-8 on aggregate after goals from Ben Soke, Carter Folk, Elijah Bariga, and now current Five Flyer, Johan Eriksson. Johan Eriksson. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. that is on this day. Yeah. Some top players in amongst the names. Bouchard, Marquardt, yeah. and I really, really liked Ben Soge. Yeah. Really liked Soge. Yeah. yeah. But, senior, that's us for this week. Um, again, we want to thank all of our, our sponsors as normal. Uh, our title sponsor, main sponsor, Don McKellar, again, for putting in a voucher uh, for the listeners. Again, I shared something during the week. Listen, get your arses down there. Support local businesses where you can. 51 Club, again for sponsoring our game review, Craig Niche Decorators for the game previews, and also our new sponsor, Gloves Off, for sponsoring Junior versus Senior. A big thank you to Roger Roger, Mr. Graham Roger, for coming on the show. Great to have a referee's perspective. Yep. Thanks for Senior for turning up and not having any technical issues this week. So first for yep. everything. Yep. And again, go, thanks to all the listeners as usual. And Junior is back this week, so I'll see you on Sunday. Don't you know how-